some breaking news on Capitol Hill. Let's get straight to Manu Raju for that news. Manu, what are you hearing from inside that meeting behind you? House Republicans just nominated Tom Emmer, the House GOP whip, to be the next Speaker of the House. This is according to Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, who chairs the Republican conference, putting out a post on Twitter saying that he, in fact, won the Republican nomination. We'll wait where the final vote count ultimately was. The final bout on the fifth ballot was against him and Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana. They had battled over initially started the day with eight candidates, now down, then down to five, ultimately down to two, and Emmer winning the nomination. The question now is how close is he to the 217 votes he needs on the House floor to be elected Speaker and end three weeks of Republican infighting that has left this chamber completely stalled, unable to act on legislation in the aftermath of the historic and unprecedented ouster of Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Once he was removed from the office, there had been Republicans have been unable to find any consensus behind a replacement. Steve Scalise initially, Jim Jordan initially, they won their Republican nomination to be speaker, but they were unable to get the votes on the House floor. Can Tom Emmer, the new Republican nominee to be speaker, get the votes, or will he meet the same fate as Jordan and Scalise? That is going to be a huge question. Now, behind closed doors, these members said that they would ensure that they could get the 217 votes first before going to the floor. They made that promise to members in last night's meeting, and we do expect, Dana, a vote to test that of sorts. There had been some discussion that there would actually be another secret ballot vote mm -hmm. sometime this afternoon to ensure that the nominee, now Tom Emmer, can actually get the 217 votes, or will there be any detractors? And I can tell you there are some. One congressman, Rick Allen of Georgia, told me that he would vote against Emmer because of his support for codifying same-sex marriage in a, the previous Congress. Also, others concerned about his record on spending issues. That is something that the House Freedom Caucus chairman uh, Scott Perry told me earlier, he didn't say if you'd vote against him, but the margin's so narrow, only four Republicans he can afford to lose on any party line vote. Can he limit defections mm -hmm. and can he get there and get this House moving? All huge questions in the afternoon of the Tom Winner, w Emmer winning the Republican nomination to be the Speaker of the House to move this chamber out of its state of paralysis, Dana. So, Manu, you said that you believe that there might be another secret ballot behind closed doors to ensure that that 217 or whatever number it is, given how many people will be present for the House floor vote, that it can be attained by Emmer. Uh, it, you think it's going to be secret or do you think people are going to do it publicly or is it still unclear? It's a bit unclear. Most of the time, as you know, in these conference meetings, they're all done by secret ballots. So I expect that will be the same case here. But this is a different process than we saw with Scalise and with Jim Jordan. Scalise didn't have anything like this and then ultimately bowed out. Jim Jordan went to the floor on three separate occasions, was rejected by a number of his colleagues. Ultimately, 25 Republicans voted against him on the floor. Now they would put that test to the members and say, all right, will 217 members actually vote for Tom Emmer? Test that proposition position here, how many defect will be a huge question for Emmer. If they decide to, if he can get the votes, there could be a floor vote as soon as tonight. Mm -hmm. If not, this process could drag out and we'll see if he's ultimately able to be elected speaker. Dana. Manu, thank you so much for that breaking news. Appreciate it. Let us know as soon as you hear anything else coming out uh, from outside that room. Here with me with their reporting is Sungmin Kim of the Associated Press and Jackie Kucinich of the Boston Globe. Um, you know, what a concept that they're going to actually try to work this out 
behind closed doors and not try to do it on the House floor. And when I say that, I, I'm not saying it's, it's a bad thing for America to see the process working. The process just hasn't worked in that way. Right, right. We've had a, several embarrassing defeats, whether it's Scalise not being able to make it to a full floor vote or Jim Jordan losing several times. You, so you do see why they kind of want to lock this down before there is an actual public vote that we all can see. But I do think, um, you know, Manu pointed this out, that the easy part for Tom Emmer is now over. The easy part was getting that title of speaker designate for the House Republican Conference. And the hard part is making sure that you can, you lose, that you, you're, you, you were able to to get the vast majority of the Republican conference mm -hmm. on board. And I think one thing that we should really focus on, be focusing on for the next several days is the Trump factor. Mm -hmm. I mean, Trump has made it clear and his allies have made it clear that this is not a guy that he wants. I thought it was really interesting how he, how the former president got really involved over the weekend calling the several different speaker candidates because he knows that if he wants to be president, if he is the president, you know, in, in some fashion in January 2025, he's going to want a close relationship with the guy who leads the House Republican conference and he doesn't have that with Emmer as of yet. No, no, not at all, because yeah. he doesn't like Emmer right. because Emmer has said that Joe Biden is the president, right. among other things. Um, Jackie, we're being told that Tom Emmer got 117 votes in this secret ballot behind closed doors. Um, that's a far cry from the 217. Is like, it, I mean, my, 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 I, you know, I don't do that, that math that well. That's why I'm in uh, TV news. But I do know that that's 100. Yeah, and uh, there are, I mean, there are Republicans that are going to wait to see what the former president says. There are Republicans that are, we already, um, uh, Manu mentioned one, who aren't happy about his voting record. He voted to fund the government. And you know what? He's going to have to do it again in three weeks if he's the speaker, which is why nothing has changed. The atmospherics mm -hmm. that dogged Kevin McCarthy have not changed. If you're the Speaker of the House and you are you know, in charge of making a deal with the Democratic Senate and the Democratic president in order to get the government funded, you are already going to be at a disadvantage with your Republican conference in three weeks time. I mean, think about what you just said. The One of the biggest negatives, aside from the fact that he thinks Joe Biden is president, is that he thought it was a good idea to keep the government open. And that that's a strike against him in many of the corners of the House conference. I'm, right. I'm saying, yeah. You're right, but yeah. I just think about what that says about where they are. I will say that one of the big differences is time, and it's been yeah. three weeks right. without a speaker. And I want you guys to listen to some of what uh, Manu and our other colleagues on the Hill have heard from very frustrated House Republicans. What are you hearing from your constituents back home about this mess? They want it uh, over with. They want us to clean up the mess, which is what I think we're all sitting here to do. Everybody's frustrated, right? I think that's a general consensus around the country, yeah. us included. We spent some time uh, in the district uh, talking, to, talking to neighbors. They're as frustrated as we are. I mean, they're angry, and I'm angry. So the question, literally as we speak, is whether that frustration will translate into having the 100 or even close to the 100 People who didn't vote for Tom Emmer in the secret ballot vote yes and make him the speaker and get on with the people's business. Right. It's the frustration and, frankly, it's the embarrassment. I don't think anyone in the House Republican conference will say this is a great moment for them right now. And, you know, going back to the government funding point, they wanted to spend the six weeks from, you know, September 30th to November 17th actually working 
on different legislation to fund the government. And they've essentially wasted three weeks when the House is basically closed, unable to operate, fighting amongst themselves. And it's been very difficult to do actually the work that they wanted to prevent in the first place. Yeah, no, it's so true. And it, it, well, yeah, again, that's sort of the logical thing to, to bring up about <coughs> basic funding of the government because it is gonna run out yeah. uh, in November, November 17th, I believe it is. And so the question, that I've been wondering, and I was talking to some people here about this, is at what point does this bleed over into the 2024 uh, presidential race? I mean, you talk about Trump, and the Trump factor is its own uh, kind of animal. But the question is whether or not people are looking at the only part of the U.S. government that is run by Republicans and saying, do I want these guys? Yeah. to be in the White House? We had reporters in um, Iowa and New Hampshire asking this exact question, I think a week ago. Um, and at that point, they were you were hearing the same thing, both from the presidential candidates, uh, the Republican presidential candidates, and people on the ground telling Republicans to get it together because they were embarrassed. And there were several voters that we spoke to that were worried about, other, about independence looking at what's happening in Washington and saying, you know what, these guys don't have their acts together. We're going to go with someone else next time. Yeah, it is a very real question. Okay, let's see. We're all on pins and needles. Thanks for your reporting to both of you.